Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we living here in week four? It's been a good week. I mean, we're, what, 25% complete of the college football season. Looking pretty good how, there. How many tears did you shed over the the abrupt halt to the Deion Sanders bandwagon? Uh, none, actually. Slim to none. Uh, what I did enjoy... I. I'm back on Oregon. I haven't been an Oregon fan in like 10 years, I don't think. I mean, actually, no. I love Oregon. I love Washington. Those might be my favorite teams besides Texas this year. Yeah. I think people, it will be interesting to see how much Oregon maybe gets overvalued because they were definitely undervalued going into that game. Um, and I mean, they're a good team and they're absolutely fighting to be a part of the, the playoff and the national title pit, picture. Um, and right now, like, do you feel good enough about USC's defense to put them over Oregon? I don't. No, I don't. I mean, it really does. I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to like three schools. I think it's going to be Utah with Cam Rising coming back. They've done pretty well without him. I'm not saying they've looked awesome, but they have done all right without Cam Rising. When Cam Rising is back and healthy, that's a different ballpark. That's a different ball team there. Love U.S. um, Love uh, Oregon. I think Oregon's defense is still not awesome. They did just, I mean, they almost shut out uh, Colorado, but not necessarily like a tough thing there. I think the most yeah. complete team, perfectly honest, is Washington. I think the first quarter, I'm not sure if you watched it, but they were up 14-6, to six and the offense didn't even touch the ball yet. Uh, that yeah. defense is something else. Special teams, they got a punt returner back there that's a baller. I mean, there's so many things working on all three levels of football there. That's pretty incredible. I, I'm a big Washington Husky guy for the rest of the year. I have a Michael Penix Heisman ticket for, from way since I saw him at the Alamo Dome. Been on his bandwagon since. Um, I hope they continue to do well. I hope they're part of that uh, final four we talk about at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm actually just looking at the updated uh, Heisman odds. Uh, Caleb Williams plus 350, right? No surprise there. Michael Penix plus 400. And then the next highest is uh, Bo Nix at 10 to 1. So right now it has, you know, a a two-person race here. Um, Obviously, you know. Drake May, Any... Jordan Travis, Jaden. Well, Jaden Daniels is probably eliminated, but some of those uh, quarterbacks could still. Quinn Ewers uh, would have to run the table. I feel like just to get into that conversation right now. I think even if Quinn Ewers, like let's say Texas goes into the season, the playoffs undefeated, I don't think he gets a he gets a Heisman finalist, but he's not going to win the Heisman. Um, he just doesn't has he hasn't looked awesome. I think even with the kind of powerhouse defense has really saved him in a lot of times where basically the opposing defense is exhausted. So many three and outs where that team's defense is on the field almost majority of the time. He can kind of like wear and tear him down, but it's nothing like super impressive. Like you see Michael Penix or hell, even Bo Nix may have a better case than Quinn. But I think if you have Texas, it's undefeated. Right. The brand, he will probably be a finalist. I doubt he wins. I think you are the biggest fucking boner if you put any money on Caleb Williams. 
no, I, I'm saying there's a zero percent chance he's winning this. There's he hasn't done anything yeah, to I mean, prove him last. A zero percent chance. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, is there any reason he doesn't even make it into the finalist uh, finalist category? Right, he'll, the he'll make it into the finalist. He'll make it into so, the finalist. So then there has to be a chance. That's Manti Teo made it as a finalist. Toby Gerhardt made it as a finalist. There was a zero percent chance. Okay, I, I thought I was what I'm my saying. Point. I actually, just made my point worse. <laughs> No, but this is what I'm saying. And nothing against Manti Teo or Toby Gerhardt. They were electric fucking football players. These people that vote on the Heisman, they do not like to give a second guy another Heisman to somebody else if they already have one. They want to spread it around. It's only happened once in college football history. This is kind of like the, the writers for the voters for Heisman are the same fucking people that are like terrible at voting in Hall of Famers for baseball. It, it's the same assholes. I, I'm just saying. Do not put any money on Caleb Williams. There's no chance. It is going to go to Michael Penix Jr., Quinn Ewers, Bo Nix, Jordan Travis, one of those three guys. Hell, Sam Hartman. If Sam Hartman lights it up and beats USC, guess what? He's back in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking here. Okay, so Quinn is 5-1. to one. Mm, I wish he was a little bit more than that. Because if he was... If it was more than that, you know, Bo Nix and Jordan Travis being 10 and 11 to 1, you could essentially put, you know, if Quinn was around that, just sprinkle on all three and then feel much better. For sure. No, I mean, and let's talk about Jordan Travis real quick. I mean, you're on track for an undefeated season. There isn't much uh, down the road that's uh, going to be a tough one. I know, I know I'm kind of like putting a little jinx there. Maybe Duke in two weeks is your well, toughest no, opponent next. So here's the thing is, uh, there's actually six undefeated teams in the ACC, and I believe we play all six in the regular season except North Carolina, who, you know, was a, a team that was uh, predicted to be pretty good, um, and obviously they've been good enough. I don't think North Carolina has really impressed us, but they are winning. Um, yeah. Syracuse is, is technically undefeated. Uh, Wake Forest is undefeated. Um, you know, you saw what we did against Boston College in Boston College. So it's not like Florida State can't be beat. I, I get what you're saying, but uh, good thing is you don't play North Carolina. Uh, Correct. Other good thing, uh, none of those undefeated teams are ranked. I know that doesn't necessarily... I'm sorry, Duke is with 17 at 17, but right. Duke is probably your toughest competition. Syracuse beating, I don't know, Army, the School of the Blind, and being 4-0 that way... Doesn't yeah. really make me think. Wake Forest beating okay. Old Dominion and them being down coming back. Pitt losing to West fucking Virginia, which is not a good ballpark. I mean, I, I feel like your toughest opponent left is really Duke. So I think if you get past Duke, no, I mean, you're going to have Jordan Miami, Travis in the highest talk there. Miami will be the toughest you're all, one. You're not losing to Miami. Uh, God, I, don't I don't know if you've much. watched the Miami game. I don't watch the Miami games, right? but I've seen enough clips and I've seen enough of the talk that they're starting to buy back in, and that's never what I want. Yeah, I bet you they buy back in after beating Bethim, Cook, and fucking Temple. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think Miami will be a hardest game for sure. You can't look at their win over Texas A&M as a massive win. It, that is their only real blue blood esque 
football program they've played. Hell, Georgia Tech, which we can talk about this here in the near future, like in the show, we'll talk about the Lions, I think, in the what? They have a bye week this week, then they'll play Georgia Tech. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia Tech gives them a run for their money. I know they played North Carolina to, uh, three weeks from now on October 14th. I'm willing to bet North Carolina puts up 25 on them or beats them by 20 to 25. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I do hope so. So, um, okay. Well, you want to get into uh, this week's slate? Uh, nothing exciting maybe from a watching standpoint on Thursday, but there are a couple games on there. Anything you got for that Thursday lineup? Give me two seconds. I don't know why my computer's freezing up again. Uh, so we got, what, Temple Tulsa? Temple Tulsa, that is correct. Temple right. is three and a half point underdog currently. Don't necessarily love it. Um, I don't like either one of these teams. Temple looked really bad against Miami. Tulsa hasn't looked awesome. I've I've seen two bad programs. They're both losing records on spread. Tulsa's, what, 0-2 against the spread at home. Yep. Uh, Temple's 0-1 against the spread on the road. Nothing really to shine on here. I'm probably going to stay away. The three and a half point spread is also kind of ugly. Okay. Um, then we want to move on to Friday. Friday's got a couple uh, tasty uh, games here. First up, we got Louisville at NC State. NC State favored by three. Louisville's undefeated so far, and it's looked pretty good, at least offensively. Um, you got anything on that? Yeah, I actually really like the uh, the jerseys. I basically watch game day to see what kind of cool jerseys they have on each week. And I really make my bet based on that. Uh, I don't know what it is yet, but I think that over underline of 55 and a half is really small for these two teams. I imagine this being a Friday Night Lights gunslinging show here. I love the over 55. Okay. I've already got that placed. Ticket is submitted. Big fan of that. Um, yeah, I also wouldn't mind a little sprinkle on the Louisville minus three. I think they are a better team than NC State, but this is a, you know, uh, weekday game on the road, so definitely a trap game. Um, but I'll definitely, I don't know that I'll watch it, but I'll keep my eye on it just to see. Um, you have anything on Louisiana Tech, UTEP? Um, I've always taken the UTEP minors, but it always ends up as losing tickets. So I don't recommend it. Not my favorite. So probably just skip that one. Okay. A uh, little treat here. Utah at Oregon uh, ranked a game on a Friday night uh, at Oregon State. Sorry. Um, kind of a, a big game for Utah, right? Because there is no camerizing in this game. Or is he we back? don't know yet. He's been questionable to return. He's, it's kind of funny. He's been a game time decision for the last four weeks. And we still fall for the trick every single time. Um, yeah. I'm trying to take a quick look. I did early Monday morning get the over at 44 and a half. I don't necessarily like it at 55. Or is it? What is yours book? Is say? 44? 44 and a half currently. I like 44 and a half. If it gets up to 50, 45, I would probably stay away. But 44 and a half is a pretty good number there. Um, I watched Oregon State play against Washington State. They didn't. They held their own. I mean, against the uh, Washington State, I didn't think they looked awful. I don't really blame them. That Washington State is a tough barn to play in. They're on the road. It is a short week for Utah. Utah hasn't. It, they've looked serviceable without Cam Rising. If Cam Rising's in, that I would probably lean on taking Utah plus three and a half. Right now, I would just take Oregon State money line if Cam Rising is not playing. 
Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I particularly have a, a feeling um, either way from a, a gambling standpoint, but uh, this is definitely a game that I, I'll be at work and keeping my eye on and trying to watch as much as I can to gain some info on these two teams. Um, and then uh, a late kickoff here, 10:15 uh, Eastern Time, Cincinnati at BYU. You have anything on that? Uh, BYU. I don't know if it was just a letdown game for them last week, but I thought they'd hang in with Kansas a little bit better. Uh, after beating Arkansas, I would just assume that they would take care of Kansas a little bit more. Um, Cincinnati, I want to say, looked good, or maybe Oklahoma just looked fucking terrible. I, I, I'm more leaning towards Oklahoma's defense still isn't that great, and Oklahoma's offense is pretty vanilla. So looking at the line now, this looks like a, Damn near a pick them, right? BYU is a home dog at plus one. I got him at plus two on mine. So okay. he's going to Cincinnati here. Yeah, I don't... I don't know why, but... <laughs> I would almost take BYU at home. Just That's a pretty good place to play. They have a good atmosphere. That's all they have to do up there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, give me the plus two on your book. I plus one sounds good for me right now as well. Yeah, that's a, I think I'm with you on that BYU plus the points. And uh, yeah, cool. Um, all right, Saturday, big noon kickoff. Uh, we got Penn State at Northwestern, minus 27 currently. Does that number scare you? No, because I mean... Let's really look, I'm, and I know this is probably like a like it's like a square way to look at this, but uh, Penn State against Iowa. Iowa clearly has a better defense in Northwestern. Yep, and Penn State still put up around forty-one, I believe, right? Yep. I don't think Northwestern can score. I do know Penn State can yeah. score twenty-seven points, so that's why I look at that. Yeah, uh, the number there doesn't scare me. I'll take Penn State minus twenty-seven as well. Um. All right, uh, Clemson trying to recover uh, at Syracuse, undefeated Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. Uh, who do you got on that? I will always take Syracuse at home, and no, no rhyme or reason. I love that weird non-AC dome. Weird shit happens there. I will probably lean Syracuse plus six and a half. Yeah. Um... Again, uh, a home favorite getting six and a half, and home undefeated getting six and a half points uh, on a team like Clemson that seems like they're ready maybe to break. Um, I'll take that as well. Syracuse plus six and a half. I think that's a play there. Uh, Utah State, UConn, probably skipping this on my end unless you have some some thoughts. Uh, no, stay away. There's no reason to it's, bet it. Yeah, stay away. Don't bet it. Definitely don't watch it. Um, all right, Florida Gators at Kentucky. This one's kind of a spicy little matchup. So I think I just read and, something earlier. This is the first time, or I'm going to try to say this in a very smooth way. This is the first time that Florida has ever been ranked and be a road dog in like 70 years. Wow. Uh, That's I'm not a huge Kentucky fan. They almost got backdoored by Vanderbilt. I would assume Florida is a better team, but they did look rough against whoever the hell they played this week. I, I know they played the school of a blind type of team. 
probably stay away. Okay. Don't don't really like it. This is going to be a big one. Um, I actually like Kentucky um, here, minus one. Um, I think that Florida is not a, a garbage team per se, but this is still, as we predicted in the beginning of the year, not going to be Florida's year. Um, Kentucky is a little scrappy, um, and this is going to be their biggest game, really biggest winnable game in the last few years. Um, this is the game Kentucky needs if they want to, you know, switch uh, their reputation in football anyhow. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I mean, Florida has looked a little bit better, but I'm going to take Kentucky minus one. Uh, next up, we got South Alabama, James Madison, or Buffalo Akron, anything on your uh, end? I like South Alabama plus the points, uh, plus three, I believe I have on my book. I do like that. Yes. Uh, James Madison, every time they've been a favorite, they've not covered, so not a huge fan of that. Okay. Um, you uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Minnesota, Minnesota by 11. Anything there? I'd lean Minnesota. Louisiana Lafayette's not that great. This year, they probably best thing to do is stay away. But if I had to take a pick, it would be Minnesota. All right. And then the fun one, USC at Colorado, a noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific? Question mark. It will be a 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time game. But for these USC boys, it would be like 9 Pacific Standard Time in their brain. So just a good old breakfast ball game, really, for these kids. Do we take Colorado in the first half? Is that the no. play? And then he blows them out late? No? You don't think so? No. I I really think the best thing to do, because there's still a ton of money landing on Colorado right now. I it's don't know waiting. why. <laughs> I, like it opened up as Colorado being a twenty-two and a half point dog. Now they're twenty-one and a half point dogs. The total has stayed the same. I don't know what they're thinking. I that defense isn't going to stop USC. I right now will take USC minus twenty-one and a half. No doubt, no brainer. Yeah. Um, yeah, the USC, uh, I see no reason why Colorado can suddenly stop them. Um, over under a 73 and a half in this game. It's a little high, but also, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely don't think I could take either the over or the under in this because I think possible. I would really take the under very much like how Oregon was like a 60, I think Oregon, Colorado ended up being around the 70s too by the time the thing closed, and they got to 40 total points or 50 total points. So I would almost lean the under. I think the same thing will happen with USC. Third quarter, you take out the dogs and kind of just run plays. It's the best case scenario for you and me that Colorado actually does keep it close and through an amazing effort by um, Shador Sanders and our Heisman ticket gets a little bit spicier. Nope, that's a donation. We've already lost that one. We we <laughs> at this point 
we have already hedged with other Heisman candidates that we will get that money back. I am not worried. That okay. was just a just a donation to the to the bookies. To the gods. Okay. Uh, UAB Tulane. Anything? Fucking love Tulane. I wish that spread was around twenty one, not twenty one and a half. Uh, money seems pretty split on this as well. I'll probably not bet this. I'll stay away, but I do think Tulane will take care of business and they will run up the score on these guys. I mean, this is all Trent. Not mistaken, though. US, UAB was the team that just kind of like hung around a little bit with Georgia. Did they not? Not that they were necessarily going to win that game, but. Let's take a quick look. I mean, this is Trent Dilfer's team. Uh, they lost 21 to 49. Uh, Georgia still covered the spread. Or no, they covered Georgia's uh, the 39 point spread there. Yeah, they definitely covered so, the spread, but I, I remember right, it was like 14 7 in, in like a few minutes into the second quarter. And I was like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not taking Tulane minus 21 and a half. Um, if anything, I might lean a little bit towards the opposite at that number. Heard. Or, te- or tease it up. Uh, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, two, two and two teams. I've got nothing. Central Michigan's a better team. I just don't like the spread. Staying away. Minus seven's way too much. Or minus seven and a half is too much. Okay. Virginia going into Boston College. Is there that any Virginia team is really bad. It, I would yeah. do Boston College money line. I'm not yeah. thinking about the points. That would probably be my safe bet there. Yeah, it's only minus 160. It's not terrible. Uh, they're at home. And uh, they don't have a terrible program. They just don't have a lot of talent. Uh, so I'll go with Boston College on that. Um, Miami of Ohio, Kent State. I've got nothing. Uh, Arizona State, Cal, anything? No, honestly. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just, that, no, we could just move on. Just bad uh, teams in general. Yeah, a lot of bad teams and a, and a kind of a weird slate. Uh, I know we talked about this before the pod, but uh, Bowling Green, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech being favored by 22 over anyone does seem insane, but also <laughs> I don't feel good about Bowling Green. Uh, Indiana on the road at Maryland. Maryland's a team we've definitely uh, been profitable for so far this year. Um, I don't see any team totals. My book won't have it till the day of, but I know we've been hitting the Maryland team totals pretty regularly. Yeah, I actually imagine this game going pretty under. Uh, it's at 50 and a half, right? Or I have it at 50. I do see this being a really slow start to the game, maybe a first half under for Indiana and Maryland. Other than that, probably staying away from the spreads here or the the lines. Not a not a big fan. But yeah, Maryland team total when that does come out, we'll probably be all right. Yeah, this is one uh in my uh, thirteen point teases, I'll probably take Maryland down to minus one and a half and just roll with that. because um, I do think Maryland is a, a a team that can put up a lot of points. Uh, and I don't necessarily believe that Indiana is good. So, um, all right, Baylor on the road at UCF. I don't know the name of UCF Stadium, even though it's down the road from me. Uh, I probably need to figure that out. <laughs> um, uh, minus 12, kind of a weird one, but Baylor's been pretty terrible so far. What do you got? 
Yeah, Baylor on the road. This is going to be their first road game, by the way. So get ready for that. So maybe a UCF Moneyline put it in? Even though it's minus four twenty-five, put it in a couple like parlays. Are you worried about Baylor upsetting UCF on the road? No, but I think double-digit spreads are really kind of crazy for these two teams to be this. Because I'm I'm looking at it this way. You, who has UCF played? Nobody. They played at Boise State and lost. Or did they win? Yeah. That one? No, they won that one. No. They've lost to Kansas State. Decent program. Not Nothing to write home about there. I mean, they played Villanova, which I didn't know had a football team. Boise State, and then uh, Kent State, where they can't read, can't write. But that being said, Baylor has played some tough teams. I think kind of the whole iron sharpens iron. I mean, they played Utah. Almost kind of threw that one away. Then off of taxes, I think once you play like a really kind of like a powerhouse team and then you go into another game, you're almost more amped up, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. okay, we just played something way tougher. I would leave sure. Baylor plus 12 if it does get to that because I think a lot of the money's on Utah. Um, not Utah. UCF. I yeah. do think that can get up to the 12 points area. I would take Baylor around then towards closer to kickoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, could... Yeah, it could go uh, there, and that might be a line to check in on game day. Uh, ODU at undefeated Marshall. Marshall's a 14-point fa- favorite at home. Marshall's looking good, man. I mean, it, I, I was watching them a little bit on ESPN+. Plus. They they had a good couple defensive plays. I was like, oh, this is actually maybe a legitimate team. Um, a lot of the money is on a Old Dominion plus 14. I kind of like that. Public dogs I usually kind of go against that. Yeah, don't don't hate the Marshall minus fourteen there. Okay, uh, Ball State, Western Michigan. I have nothing. Arkansas State, UMass. I probably would, would just lean towards Arkansas State, but I'm probably not taking that game as well. <laughs> Anything you got on those two? Um, uh, it was Western Michigan, right? Yes, I would take Western Michigan at home. Um, in those okay. two matchups, because we're we're getting conference play now for Maction now. Uh, Correct. Head to head, Western Michigan has won more, and the over's gone seven and three. Against the spread, it's pretty even five and five in the last ten matchups. But this is typically a Western Michigan type of uh, thing. They won last year thirty-seven thirty. Feel pretty good about it. I think Western Michigan does take care of business this year. Ball State's kind of struggling to get kids out there again. Right. Um, okay. Uh, Michigan on the road at Nebraska. Uh, kind of, I don't know where to really put this. 17 points is like too much for me to feel good about taking Michigan versus really anyone this year, to be honest. Uh, but also Nebraska is, I don't know, not a team I want to bet on. Uh, so what do you got on this? Uh, after watching Michigan struggle against the Rutgers at home, I'm kind of leaning towards Nebraska plus 17. I think Nebraska is better than the Rutgers. I think the home field advantage does take an effect here. Um, yeah. yeah, probably leaning Nebraska. I see the line opened up at 18 and a half. Now it's down to 17. So I think there's a little bit of a correction there. 
yeah, give me Nebraska plus 17 for shits and gigs here. Not a huge bet for me that day, but I would probably take Nebraska as a 17-point dog. Okay. Um, USF uh, at Navy. Any reason? I mean, USF, I guess, played Alabama kind of close here. Um, Navy's one and two. I have no idea about anything with Navy this year. Um, anything you got on that? We cannot look at the USF game F against Bama as a real game. I think True. that has influenced a lot of lines last week for Bama and USF. You can't look at that as a, that was like an Alabama preseason experiment that did not go well, but still was a win. So we can't Correct. look at that. Uh, Navy hasn't been great. They're one and two, one and two against the spread trying to look at more things here because these two teams do play quite a bit i can tell you i won't take navy minus three and a half because the three and a half is just a weird number um i don't think i particularly know or care enough about usf to take them um on the road yeah this this is a stay away game this is basically like bowling green and ball state playing against each other just because they are bigger names doesn't necessarily mean anything too crazy stay away from this uh illinois at purdue Good lord. Uh I would take Purdue at home money line. Keep it simple. Illinois their defense has given up a shit ton of stuff, so I don't really love it. Okay. Uh yeah, Northern Purdue. Illinois at, at Toledo. Uh give me Toledo. Give me the Rockets. Uh minus, minus 13, thirteen and a half. half. Yep, yep, love it. Okay. That that uh, might be one this sounds stupid, but that might be one of the best uh what do they call it? A G5 team? That team might yeah. be up there. Interesting. So maybe that's another one for a 13-point tease then, just to beat Northern Illinois. Um, Houston at Texas Tech. Ooh, Texas right. Tech, one, one and three. Rough start for uh, Mr. Hibbert's squad. I have basically shit on both of these teams all year long. I don't know what to do with this. Eight points it's is at a Lubbock. weird number, too. It's at Lubbock. Um, I would I would go Texas Tech, minus eight. I think I would lean Houston plus eight just because it's just a weird number. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's back up, back up, back up. This is my... I, I had a brain fart here. I don't want this on the record. Texas Tech... <laughs> Their starting quarterback got snapped in half, so I don't love that. Uh, Their backup is a kid from Eastland, Texas. Won a state championship. I just feel like he is way too new to join the Texas Tech squad and like actually lead to success. Maybe that Lubbock magic happens for him. I just don't feel like it will. I'm back on Houston plus eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, probably where I'm leaning as well. Um, I doubt this makes it into my cards, but uh, that'll be our official pick, Houston, with the points on the road. Uh, Georgia going into Auburn. This is kind of a spicy one here. Um, one of the few tests that Georgia will really actually face this year. Um, what do you got on that? Georgia minus 14 yeah, and a half. This will not be a real test. I watched George, or Auburn play against A&M this week. No fucking way. Uh, Georgia by 15, Georgia by 20, Georgia by 40. 
Take all the alternative spreads you can. That quarterback oh, at Auburn might be the worst fucking quarterback in the SEC. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're 3-1. and one. They're at home. Obviously, it'll be a, a sold-out house uh, there, hoping for an upset. Um, yeah, that I'm not betting was... this one, but I am going to pay attention to it. I'm just going to go through Auburn's schedule of their three and one, just so I'm we're we're straight here. They're one okay. and three against the spread. Just want to make sure that's clear. Their Oof. one win was fifty nine to fourteen against UMass. They covered the next game against Cal. They won fourteen to ten. Next game after that, they played Samford, forty five thirteen. Who gives a shit? That Texas A and M game. They lost 10 to 27. They did not score a offensive touchdown. That came off of a defensive touchdown. This is but, that uh, yeah. quarterback at Auburn is fucking terrible. He is I dead to me you in have all aspects. Maybe convinced me that I might be putting Georgia minus in the, the 13 point team, minus one and a half. Um, if Georgia loses to Auburn, they don't deserve to be in a bowl game. I don't care how many wins they have. This is the worst SEC team I think I've seen. And I watched Vanderbilt play, and I thought that kid did better. <laughs> you think Auburn would trade their quarterback right now for the Vanderbilt quarterback? Yes, I think Hugh Freeze almost strangled the kid. I've, I'm not a I big Hugh Freeze sympathizer here, but I actually did feel bad for him this weekend because, Jesus Christ, there was nothing that kid could do right. I have I've, a close friend who played under Hugh Freeze who does not talk very well about him. Oh, he's a so. terrible human being. I, I completely understand. I've heard all kinds of crazy stories as well. Um, but I I really thought that he was gonna strangle that kid in the locker room and like we would he would go missing. Yeah. Uh next up, big one. Are you gonna be boots in the ground for uh Kansas and Texas? Yeah, actually uh me and Post will be going this weekend, so should be a good time. We're gonna go early tailgate. We don't know who the concert is yet. It's still a little early. We'll figure that out. I'll let you know. Last week was our last home game was Big Boy, so basically half of Outcast. Yeah. Not sure how they're going to top that one. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, here's what I'm leaning. It's a very, a very weird number. Don't love it. Uh, I like our Texas. I like the defense. I think it's one of the best defenses in the country. Um, other than that, I don't want to sound like I'm betting against my team, but I think that is way too many points. I would take the plus 16 and a half. I would the, also the take under the, here. 63. I kind of like the you under. Beat me to it. That... You, you beat me to it. I would recommend taking the under, uh, because I do think worst case scenario, Texas does have a pretty good defense. I could be completely wrong on the plus 16 and a half, but I think my real pick here would be under 63 and a half. I know Kansas is a high scoring team, but I don't think they're going to be high scoring against this Texas defense. That's a big difference here. They're going to yeah, be able to maintain. I remember, right, the Texas games have started pretty slow this year. There hasn't really been a huge scoring first half in the competitive ones. Anyhow. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like and... that 63. Nothing against me betting against them. I just feel like, I mean, and honestly, in this matchup the last 10 years, Kansas has covered seven out of the 10 games. So I'm just going off of the strictly the stats here, anything like that. This has kind of been our weird kryptonite team. I don't know why, but. Yeah. 
It should be a fun yeah. one. Um, I like the under 63 and a half. I hope everything goes well for the Longhorns. I hope I'm wrong and they do win by 21. I mean, Kansas is finally ranked again. I hope they stay in the rankings after we beat them. Uh, I don't my... think they, they're 24. They, they drop out, but yeah. Okay. Uh, New Mexico, Wyoming. I know we've kind of liked Wyoming a little bit this year. Uh, Wyoming, a 14-point favorite at home. Anything I like Wyoming there? minus 14. I actually really have a bet already placed on them. I got them at 13.5 on Monday morning when the Lions came out. Not a bad team. Defense is pretty stout. New Mexico's not that good. I mean, they're pretty even, like a pretty neutral, kind of like vanilla team. Yeah, Wyoming at Wyoming, minus 14. I like it a lot. Okay, cool. Um, Hawaii, UNLV, anything you got on that? Nope, they are dead to me as well. I am done. And why are they playing at 3 o'clock? That should be a midnight game. Uh, done taking the overs. Done betting on Hawaii. What's that? They're UNLV, dead. so it's, it's Vegas time. Um, they okay. should still have Boy- it at midnight. Yeah, they really should. Boise State, Memphis, anything on your end? I think Memphis is terrible. I think Boise is okay. I like getting Boise plus three and a half. Okay. Uh, Missouri, going into whatever you want to call Vanderbilt's current stadium situation. Uh, Missouri's looked good so far. Uh, 13 and a half point favorite on the road. Anything on that? Vanderbilt's looked decent. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Missouri has looked decent. Vanderbilt has not. Uh, They're the Home Depot dogs here at this point. Probably staying away. Yeah. uh, 13 and a half is a little too much for me in an SEC game. Um, But I do think Missouri wins, and uh, I think they might be better than even we predicted. Um, LSU going into Ole Miss. Spicy little matchup here. Six o'clock, uh, LSU minus two and a half. What do you got on that? Um, I think this is a big overreaction on how they played against Arkansas. I personally think that, and if anybody that thought like, oh man, LSU's looking really bad against Arkansas, they've never watched an LSU-Arkansas game. Uh, that team, that game's always close. It's always within single digits. The plus 17 was way too much last week for them to cover. I am not a massive fan of this dart kid against Mississippi. It seems like they had it basically in the bag to beat Alabama and the kid just fucked it up. I can't imagine the family not doing well against Mississippi. So I will take LSU at minus two and a half. I'll probably scratch that. I'm taking LSU money line on the road. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, uh I don't like the minus two and a half, but the money line is only one forty. So, yep. um, I do like that. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you again. Oregon, going to Stanford, minus 27. Does that point total scare you at all? I wouldn't bet it. Um, I'm really going to look at the Oregon team totals or the Bo Nix passing touchdowns. Those would be the real bets I'd make, but the 28, I mean, if you, these are the only options you have. Yeah, I don't hate the minus 28. <laughs> nice, okay. Uh, 
Um, I feel like we missed the game. No. Texas A&M, Arkansas is a new oh. game that I want to bring up. It, must it may have not been be on taking... our books yet. Yeah, it's it's off the books for some sort of reason. Cool. Uh, take Arkansas plus seven. That's all I really have to say. A&M doesn't look good either. Let's just move on from there. Arkansas plus seven. That is an official pick here. Uh, yeah, we like Arkansas this year. Um, let's take them. Uh, they're at home against A&M. Um, Troy, Georgia State, undefeated Georgia State, minus one. Um, you got anything on that? Georgia State looks good. Uh, Troy is a little bit of like a kind of like a wild card team. I do like that. It is just like an even pick. Um, give me Georgia State money line. Okay. Uh, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern. I've got nothing. Nothing on that. If I had to, I'd pick take Georgia Southern minus six and a half. Coastal Carolina didn't look good last week. Okay. Iowa State going into Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, I had to remember where Oklahoma, uh, OU is. Um, Oklahoma obviously has looked good so far. I'm kind of surprised that they're 14th and not a little bit higher. Um, but minus 20 is a big spread. What do you got? Yeah, I'm not sure what fucking games you're watching. Oklahoma does not look good. Um, I love Iowa plus 20. And this isn't even like me being like an asshole biased person. I They looked fucking terrible last week. No, I mean, I'm <laughs> really dead serious. They looked brutal against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not a good team. They only were able yeah. to, they were only capable of putting up 20 points against Cincinnati. Uh, against SMU, which got their shit pushed in by TCU this weekend, they only put up 28. I think the games you're watching are like against Tulsa and Arkansas State, which are Arkansas State's an FCS school. Tulsa is on a rebuild since they fired their coach last year. This Oklahoma team is not good against a real caliber team. I love the Iowa State plus 20. I think Iowa State has... Let me phrase this kindly. I do think Matt Campbell's a better coach than Venable. I'm pretty confident Oklahoma should win. But Iowa State will be within single digits at this point. They're not going to get blown out by Oklahoma. Ooh, okay. Well, that's one we uh, differ on there. Um, all right, Texas State uh, getting Southern Miss. Anything in there? That's too short of a line for Texas State. This team's putting up like 70 a week. Give me minus five and a half Texas State. Okay, I like it. Uh, I'll follow you on that. Uh, Eastern Carolina at Rice. I know we kind of liked Rice a little bit here. Yeah, Rice kind of really fucked off this last week. Hopefully they can get a bounce back. Uh, If anything, give me the money line. Rice, it's in Houston. It'll be hot, sticky, and sweaty there. East Carolina won't be used to it. That's my real weather logic and reasoning there. (laughs) Okay. Uh, South Carolina going into Tennessee. Uh, Twelve and a half points. Underdogs there. Kind of a big spread for an up-and-down Tennessee team. Yeah, I love the Cox in this situation. That is a team that has nothing to lose. Uh, big fan of that. I I mean, what? They did all right against Mississippi State. They covered. They hung in there with Georgia on the road, so this isn't a terrible road team. Yeah, yeah give, me, give me the plus 12 Gamecocks. I think I'm with you on that. Uh, 12 and a half on my end. Um... I like the points. 
there. Uh, next up, Notre Dame Duke. I think we're going to differ in this one. Uh, number 11, Notre Dame going into Duke. Uh, five and a half point favorites. What do you got on this? Uh, give me Duke at home as a five and a half point home dog. That is the devil's lineup right there. That's, that's the devil's line of a dog. That typically is an awkward number. Hard to win by fucking six. Hard to win by four. I really do think that plus five is the, the right answer here. I'm going to go the opposite. I actually love Notre Dame in this. I'm going to be looking at the Notre Dame team totals, and I want to look at the Notre Dame uh, Sam Hartman props uh, for this game. Uh, give me Notre Dame minus five and a half. Uh, I like them to win by 10 or more uh, against uh, a Duke team that is definitely solid, um, but I think this has to be the bounce back. Uh, well, I got a question for you then. When you watched that Notre Dame-Ohio State game, did you think like, wow, both of these teams are great? No, I thought it was a, a terrible matchup for both. And I just kept being like, how is Notre Dame not scoring more? <laughs> well, that was you know, a, uh, do they, after did they watching... not have 10 players on offense as well? Did they, was it like a, a tribute thing that we didn't know about where, uh, you know, they decided to have 10 on defense or multiple plays and maybe do that on offense as well? And we just didn't notice? Yeah, it, it, all around, it was a good game. But I feel like they both got exposed by how bad they are, if that makes any sense. I think Kyle McCord needs another year to like get situated and settled in that Ohio State offense. Yep. I think Notre Dame on offenses look like they are it just once they played a realistic def like a real defense, they did not settle that well. I and that's why I'm I'm a big fan of Duke. I think they're just a very athletic team. I, it's kind of surprising. I, I like the way they played a lot of these games. I think they've looked really good in a lot. Like I said, I think Duke might be the third best team in the ACC. I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, right? I, I definitely think Duke is not a bad team. I just think Notre Dame should be much, much, much better. Um, and Sam Hartman, I do think, is a good quarterback. Um, and I think they'll put up some points. Um, so... I like Notre Dame to win. Uh, minus 205 is actually not a terrible money line uh, as well. Um, but I think I'll probably do the minus five and a half. But, yep. Um, all right. And a, another matchup I will never watch. It is going to be Michigan State Spartans on the road at Iowa. Uh, the over-under is 36 and a half. Kind of seems – I mean, obviously, that's it's a low football number anyways. But I don't know. Michigan State's not good. Could they score 10 points on Iowa and then Iowa wins 30 to 10? Uh, yeah, I'm actually pretty big on Iowa this week, minus 12. We did this whole rigmarole last time. I was like, can they even score 12 points? They can. Um, looking at it this way, as it is official, Mel Tucker did get fired as we started recording the show. So that is officially official. I feel like it's been a fish for the last four weeks. Right now, then, right? Because all those players can transfer? They can't transfer until the end of the season, but a lot of kids will. You'll see some weird injuries with these kids that don't make sense. Like, I don't know, an oblique or a turf toe situation. Uh, I do understand why the total's so low. I do think Iowa itself could cover the, the total itself. I mean. Mm. 
Yeah, I think this is a 13-point tease and just take Iowa here. Um, I don't think they lo- there's any chance they lose to Michigan State. Yeah, I feel good about that. Iowa money, or if you can tease it down to whatever, put it in a parlay there, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like Iowa minus 12 and a half. I, after watching Michigan State against Maryland, I just don't think those kids don't give a shit. Uh, Charlotte, uh, the 49ers uh, had a uh, tough game there in the swamp uh, going on the road to SMU. 23 and a half point favorite. Is that a little high? Is it is a little me? high because 49ers have a stout defense. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Yeah. That's actually one of those ones. Like I think even Phil still has them up there as like a top 25 defense that nobody's really talking about. Uh, SMU really looked bad against TCU, and that's a terrible defense there. I like Charlotte plus 23 and a half. I don't expect them to win, but I do think they will keep it close. Yeah, I think I'm with you as well. Um, Charlotte plus 23 and a half. That's a lot of points. Uh, Pitt, Virginia Tech. I definitely won't watch this one. Um, two terrible teams. Uh, Virginia Tech is getting two and a half points at home. I'm not doing it. I'm uh, staying away. Okay. App State, UNL, ULM, Monroe. Also not not really betting this one. Uh, App State has not been good as of late. I That's very Jekyll and Hyde on their part. I'm not sure what's going on in that program. A lot of the money is on them at 13 and a half points. I think over 80%. It's kind of like one of the more lopsided bets I've seen this week. Not a huge fan of that. But ULM's looking pretty rough too, so I'm not sure what to say. Uh, probably stay away. If anything, give me the under on that one. Okay. Um, West Virginia going to TCU. TCU is a 12-point favorite. Give me West Virginia. No ifs, ands, or buts. This team is getting massively slept on right now. Who was their one loss? Do you know? Pulling it up now. I think it was like a... Give me two seconds. Because it was like a real school. Oh, Penn State. Which, if we remember... That's that's not a bad loss at all. They, this is the one where James Franklin on purpose wanted to cover the spread. So it was a lot closer than the game led on to be. So I like West Virginia a lot. I am not sold on TCU. I think TCU is one of those things where like they are about to get a pretty much like a good six game losing streak. I think this might be my favorite dog of the day as well. I would probably take the money line on this as a long shot here. Yeah, plus 340. Not terrible odds there. Um, okay, San Diego State going to Air Force. Dude, I can't bet against Air Force anymore. I, I'm I'm going to tail them. I yeah. don't know what happens in the second half for this team, but they just decide to fucking score. I think it was uh, we had San Jose State against Air Force last week and felt pretty good going into halftime when they were up six to then get beat by 20. So I'm on Air Force minus 10 and a half. Uh, I am with you as well. I would take that, obviously, to minus 10. Uh, but, uh, yeah, give us the Air Force, minus 10. Uh, nighttime, 9 p.m. Eastern, Bama at Mississippi State. Late kickoff here for the East Coast. Um, Bama is 14 and a half favorite, favored by 14 and a half. Mississippi State, who we picked to be one of the worst teams in the SEC, getting 14 and a half at home. Uh, I would... I- uh, I would- Buy that right now. 
uh, Alabama minus 14 because on a lot of books it is at 15 and 16. So if you have it, take that now because it is about to move. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I know I can tell which way you're going to lean on this next one. Washington at Arizona, number seven, Washington, um, over under 67 and a half here, but a minus 18 uh, spread for Washington on the road. What do you got? Oh, it's easy. Uh, give me Michael Penix Jr. minus 18. I will take all the Michael Penix Jr. props, touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns, everything Michael Penix Jr. Um, this is one of the few teams that is undefeated against the spread this season. Keep keep writing it out. Arizona's not a good program. Easy, easy pick. No brainer. This is and like I'll be perfectly honest. I think you'll see this as, as a lopsided bet, and there's not much you can really do about it. I don't know if, if Caleb Williams didn't exist. How much would more would we be talking about Michael Penix Jr.? Um, uh, I probably think everybody would still be kind of slobbing on um. Uh, Jordan Travis or Quinn Ewers. I feel like Michael Penix Jr. is probably one of the most least talked about person here on the Heisman thing. And I think once he once Washington beats Oregon, once Washington beats uh, USC, ben. it's everybody's going to hop on. This is kind of like uh, who was the guy last year for Tennessee? Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. We were on him pretty early last year. Then the world saw that he beat Alabama. And then everybody Correct. lost their mind, and he went. Be, he went to be like a minus two hundred favorite at one point for the Heisman. Yep. And then this is going to be a similar situation. So hopefully you got you got it covered now. You got a Michael Penix Jr. ticket on him now because October fourteenth he's beating Oregon. Uh, November fourth they're going to go into USC and they're going to beat the shit out of them. Oh boy. Okay. I do not see a game where they lose. I think this is an undefeated. They may lose a Pac-12 championship and still get in because they're going to be that dominant. That's going to be their one loss. Whoever they play for the second time that that game. Okay. Um, I'm probably with you, although this is more of a teaser uh, matchup for me. Um, all right, last game, Nevada at Fresno State. Undefeated Fresno State, winless Nevada. Uh, which streak here continues? Uh, Fresno State minus 24 and a half. I like Fresno State minus 24 and a half. I'm not a big Nevada guy. Nevada struggles against a lot of bad teams. Fresno State has covered a lot of good teams. So there's my lo- logic reason there. Probably writing that out there. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. Um, all right, anything else you like for the Saturday lineup? Props, anything, teasers, uh, whatever you got? Sadly, I don't have too many props just because I don't have that option yet. Uh, but I think the normal, the usual, Bo Nix passing touchdowns, Michael Penix Jr. passing touchdowns, overs, Caleb Williams overs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah maybe. As a Longhorn homer, just to give y'all a pick here, uh, give me a Xavier anytime touchdown. I think he's due. If he drops one more pass, I'm going to break my foot off in his ass, but other than that, I think he's going to figure it out this week. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, that's everything we got for today's episode. We'll be back later in the week with uh, some NFL picks. Uh, thanks for you know following us, liking, subscribe. Hit us up on the interwebs and uh, let us know how your season's going so far. 
and we will see you guys uh, later this week. Alrighty, peace.